This August, President Biden, Vice President Harris, and the U.S. Department of Education announced a three-part plan to help low- and middle-income families deal with the increasingly burdensome costs of paying for college, while also making the student loan system more efficient and easier for borrowers to manage. The most dramatic part of the plan includes the cancellation of up to $20,000 in student debt, which would benefit an estimated 43 million borrowers, um, your host included, and completely cancel the debt for 20 million. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton, and today we are talking a little bit about President Biden's student loan or student debt relief plan and answering some uh, frequently asked questions so far. This is an evolving issue, so... Uh, This is information based on what we know today, which is Tuesday, September 20th. Um, And actually, this article was written last Friday. So um, things could have changed in the meantime. And just be aware that this information is current as of today. But obviously, things can definitely change. So depending on when you are listening to this, just be aware that uh, maybe some things are a little bit different So, how did we get here, everybody? Since 1980, the cost of both public and private college has nearly tripled. Tripled, guys. But federal assistance hasn't kept pace with the increased expense. And indeed, Pell Grants once covered roughly 80% of the cost of a four-year public college degree. But today, they cover just one-third that amount. And this has forced many students to rely on student loans. And today's typical undergraduate student leaves college with nearly $25,000 in debt, according to the Department of Education. Guys, this this is not an insignificant amount. I was very fortunate to not have any student debt when I graduated. I had scholarships and I had waivers and, um, you know, other, other than that, we, we covered other expenses, but this is, this is not an unburdensome amount to a task immediately to our, uh, new 22 year olds, um, once they have to start paying things back. And with the cost of college booming and, you know, never, never mind the fact that so many years ago, um, college was much cheaper, much cheaper. Even when I was in school, guys, uh, which was just last year, uh, no, much longer than that ago. But even when I was going to school, school was so much cheaper than it is now. Um, students are more in, um, more often relying on loans than ever before. And Congress passed a series of laws that started in 1978, making it progressively more difficult for borrowers to discharge student loan debt in bankruptcy. And for several decades, borrowers could discharge student loan if repayment presented an undue hardship, in quotes. 
and the loan had come due five years prior to the bankruptcy filing. But in 1998, which was a year before I graduated from high school, so I definitely wasn't taking out student loans before that, Congress just got rid of that option at that point in time, and they effectively made it nearly impossible to discharge student loan debt in bankruptcy. Hence, I still have a whole lot of student loan debt <laughs> that I am paying back, guys. It was not cheap. I um, went to a private school. I took out all the student loans that I could possibly take out. Uh, I don't I don't know that I would have gotten better advice back in 2007 when I was applying to law schools. So much has changed since then um, that, you know, I just don't, I don't know what sort of different advice I might have gotten <clears throat> that would have changed uh, my trajectory and everything. But nonetheless, here we are. Your host has a nice house worth of loans in the sky that, you know, she's almost never get to live on, but she'll pay a lot for. So anyway, I digress. Let's talk a little bit more about this student debt relief plan, guys. So in the wake of all these uh, conditions I mentioned just now, there are now some 45 million American borrowers who owe a total of nearly 1.6 trillion with a T in student loan debt, yours truly included. This plan would offer the biggest break those debtors have ever seen in, from the government in decades. And specifically under the plan, the Biden-Harris administration authorizes the DOE to take the following three actions. Number one, we're going to extend the student loan repayment pause until the new year. So in response to the hardships created by the pandemic, then President Trump paused repayments of federal loan, student loans starting in early 2020. And Biden previously extended that pause multiple times with the latest adjustment extending the deadline until August 31st. The new plan extends the pause at one final time through December 31st of this year, 2022, with payments resuming finally in January of 2023. This final pause and repayment occurs automatically, so you didn't have to do anything to qualify for it. And um, yeah, nothing to do in order to take advantage of it. It's already September. You've already probably benefited from this, no matter when you're listening to it, this podcast. Number two, we are providing targeted debt relief to low and middle income borrowers. And this is a huge benefit, everyone. So in order to help these borrowers who are at the highest risk for default, ease that transition back to repayment, the Biden-Harris administration authorized the Department of Education to provide up to $20,000 in debt cancellation to Pell recipients and up to $10,000 in debt cancellation to non-Pell grant recipients. So in order to be eligible for this relief, individual borrowers must have an income of less than $125,000 or $250,000 for married households. So additionally, 
borrowers employed by nonprofits, the military, or federal, state, tribal, or local government may be eligible to have all of their student loans forgiven through the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. This relief is due to changes that waive certain eligibility criteria in the PSLF program, but these changes expire on October 31st, 2022. So if you are eligible, apply as soon as possible. And even if you think, I don't know if I'm eligible, but I might be close to being eligible, I highly recommend that you go through the process and apply and try. So for more information on eligibility and requirements, you can visit the Public Service Loan Forgiveness homepage, which is at www.whitehouse.gov forward slash public service loan forgiveness forward slash question mark UTM underscore source equals PSLF dot gov. I am not sure that anyone was actually going to write that one down. I didn't think it was going to be quite so awkward at the end, but we will um, tag this in the description, guys. So be sure you check that out. And so there are so many frequently asked questions about loan forgiveness. And I'll go through a few of the top ones that I am hearing from different people. And that includes, how do I know if I'm eligible for debt cancellation? Well, to be eligible, your annual income must have fallen below $125,000 for individuals or $250,000 for married couples or heads of households. And those who received a Pell Grant in college must meet the income threshold for eligible couples of up to $20,000 in debt cancellation. And if you didn't receive a Pell Grant in college and meet the income threshold, you'll be eligible for up to $10,000 in debt cancellation. Your eligibility is capped at the amount of your outstanding debt, so you won't receive any money in excess of your total debt. So if you owe $16,000, you won't get a refund of $4,000 back. So how else do you apply for loan forgiveness? Well, if you think you're eligible, you want to file an application with the Department of Education. And nearly 8 million borrowers whose relevant income data is already available to the Department of Education are going to automatically receive relief. Applications will be available by early October. And if you'd like to be notified when the application is open, you want to sign up at the Department of Education subscription page, which is located at www.ed.gov forward slash subscriptions. And once you complete an application, how long is it going to take to process? You can generally expect relief within four to six weeks. And in order to ensure the best chance of repayment, you should apply before November 15th, 2022, because the payment pause option expires on December 31st, 2022. However, the Department of Education is going to process applications as they're received, even after the pause expires on December 31st. And 
what exactly is the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program anyway? It's a program that offers certain individuals, namely those who have worked with nonprofits, the military, or federal, state, tribal, or local governments, the possibility to have their entire student loan debt canceled. And you'll know that you're eligible for the PSLF if you've worked in public service for 10 years or more, even if it's not consecutively. And that's at that point, you'll know you may possibly be eligible to have all of your student loan debt canceled. In order to apply for the PSLF program, you have to apply before October 31st, 2022. Enrollments received on or after November 1st will not be eligible. So to learn more or apply, visit this very long um, domain name that I gave, or uh, address that I gave you before, www.whitehouse.gov forward slash public service loan forgiveness forward slash question mark UTM underscore source equals PSLF.gov. And you can start to fill out that application. None of the relief offered by this plan is subject to federal income tax and state and local income tax may still apply. So you definitely want to double check with your tax preparer. Number three, guys, let's want to enhance the ease and manageability of the student loan system for current and future borrowers. The current system for loan forgiveness has proven entirely too complex and limited. And this has significantly impacted its effectiveness. As an example, most forgiveness plans cancel a borrower's remaining debt once they make 20 years of monthly payments. Yet, due to issues with the system, millions of borrowers who might benefit from such plans fail to sign up. And the millions who do sign up are often left with unmanageable monthly payments. In order to improve this system, the Biden-Harris administration is reforming student loan repayment plans. So both current and future low and middle income families will have smaller and more manageable monthly payments. Specifically, the Biden-Harris administration is working with Congress to pass legislation that would make the following few changes. First, it would require borrowers to pay no more than 5% of their discretionary income monthly on undergraduate loans. And this is down from the current 10% available under the most recent income-driven repayment plans. Secondly, it would raise the amount of income that's considered non-discretionary income and therefore is protected from repayment, guaranteeing that no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty level, which is about the equivalent of a $15 minimum wage for a single borrower, would have to make a monthly payment. Then it would forgive loan balances after 10 years of payments instead of 20 years for borrowers with loan balances of $12,000 or less. Also, we're gonna cover the borrower's unpaid monthly interest so that unlike other existing income-driven repayments plans, no borrower's loan balance is going to grow as long as they're actually making those monthly payments, even when that monthly payment is $0 because their income is low. Additionally, the Department of Education will make it easier for borrowers enrolled in this new plan to stay enrolled and avoid the hassles of recertification. 
As part of this effort, starting in the summer of 2023, borrowers would be able to allow the DOE to automatically pull their income information on an annual basis instead of recertifying their income annually as the current program requires. So is this something that sound you are interested in and you're wanting to get started? Here is how. So the information provided here was based on data offered by the DOE as of August 24th, 2022. Again, this information is gonna be changing and evolving. So if it is much later than that, you definitely wanna be sure that you're checking for updated information. So to access the latest information and be notified when the program has officially opened, you wanna sign up at the Department of Education's subscription page. Borrowers have until December 31st, 2023 to apply for assistance under the student loan or the student debt relief plan. So you definitely don't want to wait to act. And that web address in order to sign up um, to in order to subscribe is www.ed.gov forward slash subscriptions. And meanwhile, for more extensive information and instructions on the various elements of the plan, you want to visit the Student Debt Relief Plan resource page, which is located at studentaid.gov forward slash debt dash relief dash announcement forward slash one dash time dash cancellation. And of course, don't hesitate to contact a personal family lawyer or your CPA near you in order to support you with your efforts. With the deaths and hospitalizations from the pandemic steadily decreasing and inflation finally showing signs of easing, it appears that we may be returning to more normal times. And for those with student loan debt, your friendly host included, this means a return to your scheduled repayments. However, for those who qualify, President Biden's student loan or student debt relief plan can offer you significant relief with those payments, and in some cases, totally cancel your debt. So if you or someone you love is one of the millions carrying significant student loan debt, we encourage you to investigate your options under this plan and enlist our support if you need to ensure that you receive the maximum benefit possible. Again, my name is Becky Easton. I am the founder and managing attorney at Easton Law Estate and Business Planning. We are located in Mesa, Arizona, and I'm also licensed in Colorado as a personal family lawyer. So if you find out that this is something that you would love to discuss more with me, and you're located in Arizona or Colorado, I highly recommend you give a call to my front office and schedule some time on my calendar. And you can do that by calling 480-999-445. I almost forgot my own phone number, guys. 480-999-4455. Or if you're not in Arizona or Colorado, um, you can look for an a personal family lawyer near you at personalfamilylawyer.com. And I thank you so much for tuning in again today. This has been another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton, 
And I am so grateful that you were here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.